Now, we all know that Martin can metabolise a pint in five minutes, but I bet even he wouldn't turn his nose up at getting free beer delivered to his door. Yes, our friends at Beer 52 are offering our listeners a free case of eight unique craft beers. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF and cover the postage of $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club. Even Big Mandy is welcome, but not Colin. He's an utter bozo. Each month, members are sent a crate of beer with different themes. Don't like dark beer? Then choose the light option. Comes with a magazine and two snacks, BLT and crumpets not included. Don't be a cockwomble. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF to get this amazing offer. That's www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF. The following podcast contains strong language, like what the actual fuck. Hello, this is Kerry, and you're listening to What the Actual Fuck. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. Daft cow. This is just ridiculous. What the actual Hey, what the actual fuckers and welcome to WTAF of this country podcast. It's another Top Trumps episode and let's introduce the people that I have with me that I'm looking on my screen in Zoom land. It's Neil. Bonjour, no. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice bit of German there to start. Yes, off. we nice. thought we'd start it. Bonjour, bonjour, comment, pel. <laughs> oh dear and we are joined by a uh, patreon peeper the one and only connor hello connor. hello and bonjour oh How my god we're all so multilingual tonight we're all so on? continental indeed we are and talking of continental we're number 152 in the netherlands apple podcast tv and film review charts oh they're always welcome to invite us over to the netherlands uh, well i mean i think everyone needs to go to amsterdam for one weekend don't they Uh, (laughs) i wouldn't know what to do if i was in amsterdam probably look at windmills and clogs probably be that's the best way go in with not knowing what's gonna happen (laughs) and come out a changed man have you been neil uh i've been about six times (laughs) (laughs) is that why you walk with a limp (laughs) <laughs> oh well, yeah both yeah, bow-legged <laughs> it's connor, not rickets connor i take it you're far too young and naive to have uh have uh sampled amsterdam quite yet yes i've i've never been to amsterdam myself but i believe it smells a lot like manchester does where i am now <laughs> oh right okay oh it's the canals yeah you, you know you get you go outside you get a nice big Breath of that air, and and you you feel very continental, yeah, <laughs> and calm. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's the best way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, before we get on with uh, last week's scores, um, as we record this today, the Baftas, the TV Baftas, were uh, um, announced, mm. and 
this country has four nominations. So female performance in a comedy for Daisy, well, a male performance in comedy for Charlie. Bad time. Gutted that poor Shahidi hasn't been nominated. I find that really surprising, to be honest. I do. Genuinely surprising. But I, I, they don't have, like, supporting actor mm. or actress, do they? It's just one, yeah. you know. Um, uh, scripted comedy and writer comedy. So it's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. I, I don't know whether it's going to be an actual awards show like um, has been in the past. So I don't know whether we're going to be treated to another of Daisy's wonderful dresses. I'm sure she'll do something, even if it's a home thing. Yeah, I'm sure she will. But the sure Charlie's up against tough competition, isn't he? Because he's up against Paul Ritter, who yeah. unfortunately passed away. So that's yeah, that's a tough competition there, isn't it? It is. But Anthony Hopkins beat Chadwick Boseman. Mm. So there is precedent for it, you know? Yeah. I was very surprised with that um, at the Oscars. Um, so what do you think about that, Connor? I'm I'm just thinking I'm sure even if even if it is online as a lot of the other award ceremonies have been, I'm sure Daisy will have an absolute field day on her Instagram. Um if a previous stuff is is anything to go by. I think so. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait. And yeah. I'm sure they'll win at least one. If not all of them, hopefully all of them. I ha- yeah, mm. I think it'd be you could see them with the chance of winning all of them because it was the last series. Um, like you say, I think the one that that might be tougher will be Charlie because he has got a lot of, but then again, scripted comedy, I think inside number nine is in that category. Yeah. There's, there's some, there's some good shows in there as well, but you know, they did it before. Who's to, they say, did. They Who's to say they won't do it again. And just to be nominated is an honor anyway, isn't it? So shows that they got class. Indeed, indeed. Right, on to last week's scores for Dan. Uh, and thanks once again to uh, the lovely Jimmy Walker. Got his great. name right this time. Yeah, great, great fun, wasn't it? It, it was, was great, great fun. fun. So these are the scores for Dan. Got range, 54. Peeper, a whopping 73. Random Acts of Kindness, 40. Cockwombo, 53. And having a laugh, a good mighty 76. Seems like a strong card. Strong scores. <coughs> strong yeah. scores there. Um, yeah, having a laugh, a, t- a big one, and Peeper. I mean, obviously mm. Peeper. You know, I think we all gave him, uh, the majority of people gave him a big score. I think it was just Jimmy that brought the average down because he didn't think he was <laughs> a people that much at all. But uh, but there you go. Well, defence. Fair. Do you think that's a fair score there, Connor? I think that's that's uh, a good score. I think um, definitely for Peeper. I mean, he gets most of his his um, peeperness by just by osmosis from from being so close to Martin. Um, so yeah, fair fair scores and a jolly good card. Yeah, it's a very good card. It all rubs off, doesn't it? From Martin. I hope not. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now we go on to this week's um, Top Trump's Candidate, uh, picked by Connor, and it is June Winwood, ladies and gentlemen, the wonderful June. And uh, who wants to go first with their backstory? I'm I'm very happy to go first and talk about right. snip pubes herself. Fire away then, Connor. Lovely. So uh, mine is actually in the form of a very, very short story. Um, okay. So I hope you're sitting comfortably. 
Um, and I shall begin. Okay. Um, June grew up in the village. She was the daughter of the then vicar. During her childhood, she was a happy child and would often be seen in the school disco, dancing to Elvis and dealing sweets behind the back of the bike sheds, unbeknownst to her strict Christian family, who believed that sweets and Elvis were sent by the devil, amongst other things, <laughs> not just sweets and Elvis. During her teen years, she became more rebellious and regularly with her best friend, Polly, would go to rock concerts whilst her parents thought she was going to Bible camp. As she grew up, her parents found out about her reckless lifestyle and cut off contact in anger. As she got older, she worked many jobs around the village, including selling Tupperware as part of, as part of a pyramid scheme. Uh, this was in between partying and gigging. And one of her favourite bands in the 80s was a band known as The Nice Guys. Francis was a favourite member, although he was a little bit young for her at the time. Um, she'd usually go out with Polly during, during these times, but eventually Polly sadly got married and she didn't want to go out with her much very more. So June would go out alone. That is until her father, the old, old vicar, passed away. This made June realise her devilish lifestyle and turn back to the church in vengeance of her father. So she became a very strict Christian again. Years passed and June, without Polly in the picture as a, as a bad influence, was a happy functioning member of the church until years later when another vicar arrived in the village. This was yours truly, the Reverend Seaton. Um, and that is obviously who she'd been a big fan of back in the day. Now, you may be surprised, but she was not happy to meet the vicar once again, as he now had a wife who was her old best friend, Polly. To this day, June is miserable living in the village, but she has become such a staple to community life. She feels that she can't leave. So instead... She chooses to make the vicar's life miserable and get back at him for marrying her friend and not her. What? It's, nice. like, a, it's like a soap opera. It is. Goodness me, what a tangled weave of wet deceit and passion there is in that. There's, there's many strands. And reading back, I can't believe I came up with that in the last hour. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. There's me thinking you've been sweating over that instead of your college and uni work, Connor, over the last week. Oh, uh, no. Well, focusing on the uni stuff, and I'm like, oh, oh crap, I've got a got quick right story. And then <laughs> yeah. it, all just, it all just came so naturally. Well done, well done. EastEnders will be on the phone before we know it, asking for scripting skills. Um, Very good. Okay, I'll do mine next, Neil. You Uh, go for it, pal. It's not uh, not as um, in-depth as that one, but, uh, but here we go. Her mother was a founding member of the National Viewers and Listeners Association alongside Mary Whitehouse. You'll have to Google that, Connor, because you're far too young to remember that. And opened up the Southwest Division when June was younger. She would follow in her mother's footsteps and be the founder of the Village BBANOC Society. That's the Busy Body and Nosy Old Cow Society. (laughs) She had carried on the tradition of being the Village Busy Body, uh, and pain in the arse proudly. She was also a county-level swimmer in her youth, but as she got older, her refusal to control her parsnip pubes meant she wasn't allowed to compete for her county swimming team as the coach believed she wasn't very aerodynamic. 
She is also a keen gardener. There you go. Neil. Right. June. Oh, June. Like the mountains <laughs> so blue. She was born in the surrounding areas of the village, but her family moved to London when she was very young. Growing up, she showed a lot of talent in the garden, even winning the biggest marrow competition in Richmond-upon-Thames May Day Bank Holiday Festival. She studied hard at school and at uni and finally landed her dream job at Kew Gardens. She worked her way up until becoming head gardener and became famous for her exotic bushes. (laughs) (laughs) She She married a keen naturist who was a lot older than June. They became ambassador for the naturist gardening and offered weekend experiences. When June's husband died, she took early retirement and moved back to the village where we find her now. With her garden, her annoying habits, and just being a royal pain in the arse. There, there we are. Go. There you go. Okay. Well, that's... Um... I, th- I think that's um, well. There's a lot of um, greenery in her in her life, obviously. Yes, everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> God, this, this could get nasty. I feel this could get nasty. <laughs> no, I'll behave. Yeah, Neil. Please I'll, let, I'll let Connor. I'll let Connor take my mantle. <laughs> yeah, please behave. Okay, then let's work out her scores. Um, we'll start with got range. How good do we think June is going to be in a fight? We'll start with you, Connor. What's your score out of a hundred? So uh, whilst I was thinking about this, I was evaluating um, my interpretation of got range because I think in terms of physical range, I'd, she's, she's, not, she's not really got it. But verbal range, um, she's definitely got it. So um, purely based on, on physicalness and whether she will actually get herself into a fight i think june is all bark and no bite so i've given her a six six okay neil five i've got it down as five i think if if you challenge june back she'll soon wither away plus she's you know one of these old spinstery boring types nobody's threatened by her are they so five, she has no oomph in her anymore. <clears throat> okay, but do you think she was feisty in her younger days, though? No, I think she was a hippie type. A hippie type, make mm. love not war. Naturist, wouldn't she? Hence, why she had hairy, I didn't say <laughs> hairy bits. We like okay. to say hairy bits. You can say hairy bits. Yeah, that, I mean, to be fair, the way you've been over the last few episodes, Neil, that's the least of my worries. If you say hairy bits. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't got, I haven't got to do any editing for that. That's fine. Hairy um, bits. Right. Well, I've gone for 15. So I'm like more than the two of your scores added together. <laughs> um, I I do think that she's she could lash out if she needs to. But I think like it's it's all talk with, with June, I think, you know. Mm. Um, and I think she's also that sort of person that would start an argument. And then when they say something back would just walk away being very offended so you would she wouldn't stick around long enough to actually have a fight i don't think mm. yeah. yeah so but then well, that's point the finger and go very rude man exactly 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 yeah you know and and it doesn't even give curtain a chance to come back with hang on a minute you know he's just stood there flabbergasted mm-hmm. 
His gast has never been so flabbered. <laughs> um, right then, peeping. How do we think uh, June is for peeping? Neil, you can go first on this one. Another low score, but 10. Okay. This time. She's a bit prudent proper as our June. Apart from in the days when she was a nature, she would always have a sly little look at whoever she was having the weekend experience with. But other than that, nothing. Good old prude June. Right, so do we do we say that does does naturist go hand in hand with like sort of sex? No, people? not at all. But I'm just saying, Arjun liked to have a little gander <laughs> what was coming up the photo yeah, path. I think it it depends on on who it is that's a naturist. I think someone like June is is in in for the nature. But if it was Martin, then it, yeah, it, he wouldn't it, be it, there for the nature, would he? Hmm. Yeah, I would. I've I've never really understood what people get out of being nature. Whether it, it can't be a sexual thing, can it? It's not. Well, the way they talk, they they you know, if you ever watch a program or listen to them talk on tellies or other mediums, they're not at all. It's about the freedom of just living life without being shackled by clothes, I believe. But it's sort of also like what. I can always remember carry on camping and Bernie Breslau yeah. says, well, when I stand around, I like to put my hands in my pockets and you can't do that if you've got no clothes on. Well, unless you've got hairy bits, you could put your hands in the... <laughs> I don't know. No, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know, you know. I've never tried it, but we can't knock it till we try it. So no, let's have that... a w, WTAF Naturist weekend. Yeah, let's do that, shall we, Neil? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In North Leach. Yeah, that would be great. We'll walk around North Leach with absolutely nothing on. Yeah. So for those that want to come, it's on June the 31st. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no, please. Uh, right then, uh, Connor, what are you going to give uh, June for peeping? Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I just have to refer back to my notes and now my um, my mind has been clouded by those thoughts. Courtesy <laughs> <laughs> uh, of Neil. Um, but uh, again, I put quite a low one. I put 15 for Peeper. And the way, the way my thinking is that um, in a past, obviously in my version of events, she used to have a bit of a thing for the vicar. So I put, she's, uh, she's thought about it. She's thought about it, but she's never dabbled. Right. Uh, she's, uh, she's thought about watching, watching the vicar as, uh, as he walked into the back room of the church to, to change out of his... Um, close at the end of the Sunday service, but she's never done it. But in saying that, if the vicar turned round and asked her to elope, she'd she'd be the first one on it. Mm. Uh, okay. If they were going to run away. So are we are we saying that like she hasn't got any children? Do we think that she's got no I children? No, I don't think so. To look after kids, right? Mm. And do we think that's why there's parsnip pubes then? Because it's sort of like. <laughs> She's still stuck in the seventies, baby. Is that what it is, or is it just yeah. like, like moss has overgrown? <laughs> yeah, it's gone from being a bush to a withered moss. <laughs> oh God, I we're going to get in trouble. We're going to get in trouble. Well, look, Your I've fault. Got, I know. I've gone for ten as well because I got a feeling that that again is something that isn't. She, no. if if she's brought up in the Mary White House way, where where sex is naughty and dirty and shouldn't be done and yeah can't um, even say the word sex no 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 it would be what what would you say instead neil uh adult stuff 
Adult stuff, yes. Rumpy pumpy, as they say. <laughs> okay, so um, on to random acts of kindness then. I'll go first on this. Um, she's not doing very well, June, at the moment, because I've given her 10 for this. I don't think she's got a kind bone in her body. I think she's one of these people that, and I've I, in in my advancing years, you find it that people that get to a certain age and all they do is complain. Mm. All they do is moan. Every time you see them, they always, they can't say hello in a nice way. It's all next time you see me, I'll be in the wooden box or, Mm. you know, it'll be, it'll be a negative thing. And I think that's how she is. I think she is, she is someone, I don't think in the show we've ever seen her saying anything nice or do anything nice or do anything nice. No, so I've I've given her um, ten for for that Connor. I've gone slightly higher. Yeah, and I've given her twenty. Okay, and that is based on her contributions to the Harvest Festival, and um, I think that she she will do something that is kind. I get as well uh, offering a. A sprinkler host to the vicar, but she's only doing that because she gets some sort of buzz off it. She gets some gratification. She's doing it for herself, not for anyone else. So yeah, not higher than higher than you, but still quite low. Twenty. Mm. See, I also think those two those two examples you've given us there, like the harvest festival, all she does is complain when she's there. So yeah, she she right. does she does that as like a, a kind thing to help, but it's also an outlet for her to be moody and sticking her nose in. And the sprinkler hose, she lends it out, and the first thing she does to the vicar is complain that it's got a slight scuff on it, and she wants to. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like it's an it's opening a door for her to have a go at somebody or to complain for, to somebody. That's why I think that's why I've given her so low, uh, Neil. I'm smack bang like I've, I've got exactly the same score as Connor. I've got 20. But my reasoning is that when she was married and living with her older husband, she did have a kind streak because he he rubbed off on her. <laughs> but <laughs> I was waiting for Pav to say uh, something. I'm not going to say anything now. Um, but when she moved to the village, that's when it all went. So only 20 for her. She's a bitter old spinster now. Yeah, yeah, and I think when you've got someone like that, the younger generation loves seeing them when they're in turmoil or when they're like mm. getting their comeuppance, which is why they love seeing us sat outside a house mm. after charging or hoping to charge fifty p to get someone to come and look at her garden. Yeah, and they love the fact that she's getting her getting like you know, getting her comeuppance. And on on that note as well, something that I think about on the regular is the. Um, the sprinkler situation. And I don't know if it, if whether it was on the podcast or on the, um, on the dump going on Facebook, someone, someone proposed the question, did, did Curtin scuff the sprinkler with his feet on purpose? And looking back at the footage, it is entirely possible. And I, I think he might've done. I think, I think Curtin's got that sort of hatred um, for June, which is, Right, rightful hatred. I think, um, I I think he's done that to to annoy her. There's two questions then for for that point. 
do do we what question one do we see him scuffing something you can't, in that episode you can't see it directly but his feet are moving about and that is where right the is right right and then question uh, whether he's done that accidentally or on purpose is up for debate and then obviously whether whether he's actually kicking the sprinkler is also up for debate right and then question number two is why are you spending all of your time thinking about that? You need to get out more, son. That's oh, all I'm saying. <laughs> I know. I know. I've, um, you see, and I, I now consider myself a certified this country academic. Uh, I had to, I had to write a bloody essay on it this time last year for uni. Right. And uh, it's all I can think about now. So my life is a uh, is great in some senses, but it's also a living misery. <laughs> <laughs> I just need some fresh air, but I can't get any of the fresh air because outside smells like Amsterdam. Right, well there you go. <laughs> and not the, and I was going to say not the good bits of Amsterdam either. I don't think no. Okay, right, uh, cockwomble, uh, Connor, you can go first on this one. Yeah, so um, the first the first high score for me, um, cockwomble, I've put eighty. And um, again, similar to my reasoning for random acts of kindness, she's always out for, for her own satisfaction. I think um, she gets a buzz off seeing the vicar in turmoil. And um, I also think that that is part of the reason why Kerry and Curtin hate June so much. I think that she directs um, her cockwomble nurse at Kerry and Curtin because she knows that the first people... Kerry and Curtin are going to go to to complain is the vicar and um, it's her indirect way of making the vicar's life worse. Yeah. So yeah, 80. 80 is my score. Okay. Neil? 70. She is a cockwomble. She's the epiphany of what a cockwomble means. I mean, the simple fact with the sprinkler, we've had many a conversation. Who asked for an actual replacement? with just a scuff. She did that on purpose. No, she's a complete cockwomble. She really is. It would only be higher if, um, yeah, if she actually physically assaulted somebody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, in that regards, well, I've gone 90. I think, wow. she, I think she's about as big a cockwomble as there is in, mm. in the, the whole show, in the whole village. I think, and I've, I've I sound like Connor now. I think about this a lot <laughs> in the fact that there are certain people that you meet in your life and you think, my God, why are they like that? You know, there are people mm. that for some reason, their whole purpose when they wake up is just to piss people off. And you think yeah. they can't wake up in the morning and like rub their hands, have a cup of tea and go, who am I going to piss off today? But there are people that it doesn't matter what they do. They just piss everybody mm. off with the way they act, where they where they talk to people, the way they maybe talk about other people, and it's you know whether it's somebody at work or somebody you know down the pub or just a friend of a friend. It's weird how there, you know, and the, the, I was will say to anybody out there, if you think, God, I don't know anybody like that in my life, that's because you are that person, yeah. <laughs> you are that cockwomble that everybody's going, he's a fucking dickhead that bloke or you know she's a right cow so yeah i i I think she is that person in the village Mm. the one that everybody they might say good morning to and the vicar obviously is going to be nice because he's the vicar but everybody else you know would just go oh i just i don't i don't like her i just can't stand her 
which shows from nobody going to a a garden. No. You know, nobody's going to go and do that. June's Gardens. Indeed. Right, having a laugh, the final category. Uh, Neil, what have you got? It's a low one again, I'm afraid. I got 15. Okay. So she has got the ability to have a laugh, but it's from her own point of view. She'll laugh at her own things, but nobody else's. So she can... There is the chance that she could have a laugh. So low score at 15. She doesn't show much humour anywhere, does she? Um, no. I mean, whatever we watch, she doesn't show any sort of humour at all. No. So, you know, any any episode with her in, there's nothing there. Okay. Unless she turns her uh, parsnip pubes into pubic topiary, and we could all have a laugh at that. And and if she is, like you say, she is a naturist, she's not, not yeah. that worried about showing everybody it. But, no. But Get no. back to the good old days. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I've gone 10. I, I don't think there's a, there's a happy bone in her body. And say what you want about that, Neil. Don't you start getting... I'm not saying a word. But uh, surely if she's got no happy bones, she should have zero. I think if, if, if she finds something really funny, right, really hilarious... She yeah. would go. She would go, <laughs> and that'd be it. <laughs> that would be it. That would be her splitting her sides. I don't think she finds anything funny. I don't think she finds anything amusing. I think everything she looks at everything through, through like squinted hard eyes. You know that that she just. Mm. You know, I don't think she finds joy in anything. She's got that air of she's better than everybody else, isn't she? She's yeah, very she's... much she's very much a waitress customer. <laughs> other other supermarkets are available, I will say that. Right, Connor, what are you gonna give? Yeah, I've gone I've gone very, very similar, right right down the middle actually. I've gone twelve. Um for for the same the same sort of reasons. I mean, the only time we've ever seen her almost crack a smile is at the start of harvest when um She's singing the um, the hands goes marching in, but even then, she was very quick to to stop doing that. Yeah, um, as soon as she could. So yeah, mostly miserable, but she'll she'll have a laugh to herself when she's on her own. Mm. Um, thinking thinking about all the all the misery she's caused on that particular day. Yeah, she uh, she'll laugh at herself for that because of the massive buzz she gets off ruining people's lives. Mm. I'll tell you what I think she would absolutely piss herself at, and that was Mrs. Brains, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon she's the one. She's the reason that it keeps getting renewed every year. I think, I think, she, I be think a, the swearing that, would put her off, wouldn't no, it? No, I think it'd be that little, like, uh, guilty pleasure. But, you know, she sits there with a cup of Horlicks. Sherry. Oh, no, a little schooner of sherry. Oh, a little schooner of sherry. A little schooner of sherry, maybe a, a cucumber sandwich, mm. and she'll sit there at half ten, wait for match of the day to finish, and then sit there and just it just sit, settle back, get her cushions all plumped up, and sit there and watch half an hour of Mrs. Brains Boys, and just the sun starts to come out for that half an hour, and then just cracks back down like a fucking anvil <laughs> straight up, <laughs> and she's back to normal. <laughs> that's, that's what I think. Okay, so a very interesting set of scores there for June. Mm. Um, not surprising though for me. No, um, I don't think so. So these these are the scores we've got so far. Got range nine. 
Peeper, 12. Random Acts of Kindness, 17. Cockwomble, a massive 80. Wow. And Having a Laugh, 12. Yeah. So not the sort of card you really want to have. No, um, but then the Cockwomble card's quite high, isn't it? Unless, so you... yeah. Unless it's your turn. Mm. I yeah. think, and we're going to have to check. I'm going to have to check on that and see whether that is the top trump for Cockwomble because I don't know whether we've had a higher score than 80. I will check that while Neil, because uh, listeners, it's now over to you to give us your scores. Uh, and Neil, uh, who's sat right here in the top left hand corner of my screen, <laughs> will now tell you exactly how you get in touch with us to give us your scores. So you can give us your scores via all our social media outlets, sites, whatever it is, and uh, hashtag this country pod. Please do give it a click and a like and a follow. That would be most thankful of us. Uh, you can email it to us under wtafthiscountry at hotmail.com. Likewise, if you've got any questions, also go to the website. You can put it there at wtafpodcast.com, where you can also get tickets to our final show on November the 26th. Love to see you there. Yeah, well, I've just checked, um, and uh, yeah, thank you for that, Neil. Thank you very it's much. A pleasure. Um, Uncle Nugger had seventy nine as a cockwomble, right? Um, June has eighty at the moment, and Martin had eighty three. Wow! So she's three away from Martin being the top cockwomble. Wow. So, I mean, mm, she could get more, couldn't she? She could. I mean, what, I think that's definitely deserving. Do you think so? in the cold light of day? Do you think she? Do you think she's more of a cockwomble than Uncle Nugget? Yeah, it depends on your definition of cockwomble. <coughs> Excuse me, Uncle Nugget was quite a violent sort of person, wasn't he? So he's a cockwomble in that respect. Whereas June isn't violent or probably nasty, but she's just blunt and she doesn't like anyone. So mm. she's a cockwomble. Do you see what I mean? It's a different type of cockwomble. Okay, and Connor, what do you think in regards to June and Martin? Only three away from Martin. Yeah, uh, much, much of the same. Um, to be fair, I think again, very different types of cockwomble. She's a she's a quiet sort of conniving um, sort of cockwomble, and Martin Martin's a sort of in in your face cockwomble. But um, both both very very much cockwombles in their own rights. And I can't wait to hear how it pans out. She might might get the top spot, but I reckon it'll be close. And mm. um, we'll have to see when you get the scores in. Well the thing is is like I think every every this country fan is gonna have the same kinds of feelings towards June, I think. I don't think there's I don't think there's gonna be like a secret cult of like June fans, you know, people that think, ah, oh, <laughs> you know, because I think Uncle Nugget is a bit of a rogue, but can be a bit of a cult favourite. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's sort of like people would find him funny because he was literally only having a laugh. Whereas the stuff that June does, there's nothing that she's doing to have a laugh with anybody. It is It is her being just a moody cow. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. I mean, it's it's an interesting card if it was in your pack. Um, just for that one, just I think it's a card. It's a card you'd want to get rid of, really, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. There's just the one redeeming thing on it so far. But 
Couldn't see it being any other way, could you, with this character? It's what you know, it's the reverse of Dan. The reverse it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you Dan Dan had a good high score and June, unfortunately. Not so much. No. So it is over to you, listeners. Uh, email us or tweet us or Facebook us with your scores out of 100 for Got Range People, Random Acts of Kindness, Cockwomble, uh, and having a laugh. Um, and also remember to uh, come and join us on Patreon. Come and be a mm. Patreon peeper like the lovely Connor here. Bless his heart. Um, you can come and join us for our weekly This Country um get together on zoom at the moment we're doing our commentaries for series three uh only two which, left only two left which we'll be recording one later on tonight so anybody mm. listening to this you're too late for that uh but in a couple of weeks time we'll be doing uh episode six uh we're also planning on doing a live zoom for the baftas on sunday the 6th of june so um i've been looking at some of the people in the in the chat on our Facebook uh, message thread, and they're saying that we should get dressed up like as if we're going to the BAFTAs. So I think that could be quite fun. I don't know what dress I'm going to wear. I really don't. <laughs> Just not that red one again. Not that red. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, darling, you can only wear that red one once. You can't, <laughs> you can't wear it twice. People have already seen me in it. Um, so, yeah, so if you want to be a Patreon people, come to patreon.com forward slash WTAF. Uh, there are loads of different um, rewards. You get the podcast early. We do the weekly live stream, live live Zoom. There's a little, what are they called? Uh, what's the things we give away? The stickers. And stickers. The, the enamel pin, depending on which uh, tier you join. And also there's other exclusive content. Uh, there's loads of stuff, but it also helps support the podcast. That's another another reason. That's uh, uh, And it's a nice little bunch of... It's a great bunch of lads. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great bunch of lads there. Um, and also come and leave us a rate, rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. That'd be wonderful. That gets more people finding out about our program, uh, well, our show, and then more people find out about this country. Uh, anything else, Neil? Have I forgotten anything? No, you've done well. You've Thanks. done oh, well. There are um, T-shirts and hoodies and stuff like that with podcast merch. Look for the uh, link in the podcast show notes. We've got some Series 3 T-shirts and designs now, which are quite cool. Uh, a harvest t-shirt and the one sausage two sausage three sausage four sausage and <laughs> any other things any other bits that i can remember and we can get into a d- t-shirt design i always try and <laughs> sort one out and we'll whack it up there so if anyone's got any ideas for that let us know uh as well um i think that's it wonderful i think that's well it. done connor, connor thank you great so to much see you. thank you both it's been an absolute pleasure well, I'm sure there'll be another character that you can uh, dissect and uh, delve into a little bit later. So please join us again. Absolutely. 100%. Wonderful. Thank you very much, Neil. Thank you very much, Pav. Thank you very much, Connor. Thank you very much, Pav. Thank you very much, everybody. And go and get plumbed, you fuckers. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hi, I'm Pav. I'm Neil. 
we're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Phenomenal! That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, pick a subject, then bring our own Top 10s to the pod. Yes! It could be Top 10 scary movies, Top 10 swear words, Top 10 breakfast foods, anything! Oh, you saucy devil! Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The Top 10 of Anything Podcast. Let's begin the countdown. Phenomenal.